Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anchored Souls, a podcast for moms weathering the storms of life. I'm your host, Jacqueline Hyder. You are listening to episode number six, chatting with Cynthia Stuckey about stuffed schedules and simmering soups. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back. Um, I am so excited today to have my friend Cynthia Stuckey with us, and uh, we're going to talk about some really um, what I call needed conversation (laughs) because it's about the word busyness. Yes. And the word time, or the words time management. Yes. um, All things that women need to work on, Mm -hmm. I feel like. So welcome, Cynthia. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So Cynthia, I've known Cynthia for probably six years now. And um, the way that Cynthia and I really got to know each other was uh, we went to a blog conference together. We did. And that started our friendship. You can visit Cynthia's website at happygostucky.com. And um, she is a beautiful writer and a awesome cook and just an altogether wonderful friend. So I'm glad to have you today. Thank you. And we are going to talk about busyness, busyness. And originally when I mentioned this to Cynthia, she, um, we were going to talk about margin, mm-hmm. but actually we're going to talk about, we're going to flip it and talk about mm-hmm. what happens when we don't put margin in our lives. Mm-hmm. And so what do you think about that? I, I think it's a needed conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. So we all struggle with it. Busyness is just a part of life. I know that I bought a planner this year and I have it and I write in it and I love to schedule my day and I always over schedule and don't mm-hmm. create enough margin and I inevitably come up short at the mm-hmm. end of the day and I have to move things to the next day. Does that happen to you? It does. It does. I do the um, kind of the bullet journal method and mm-hmm. it's if you're not familiar with it, it's not really a particular type of journal. It's just a system. You could do it on any kind of piece of paper, but you, you sort of, it's like a glorified to-do list and you write out what you're going to do that day or what is on your kind of pending list. And I move things to the next day and the next day and, and the, the next, next day. day. A lot. Hey, do you feel guilty when you do that? Oh yes. I do too. Yes. Oh my goodness. I, do I too. love the satisfaction of crossing something off the list so much so that I will write it on the list. Even if high I've five. done it. High yep. five. Yep. <laughs> Me too. I will. Little confession <laughs> yep. there. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. I am notorious for doing something that's not on my list and then going back and mm-hmm. writing it on there just so I have this it, satisfaction. Yeah. It, it makes just, me feel good. It just me. feels good. But let's talk about that guilt that I mentioned mm-hmm. because that happens to me all the time. Like if I don't get everything done on my list and I have to move it, there are often times that I do feel guilty about it. Yeah. Like I, I, I start to feel, you know, I start to condemn myself mm-hmm. and put myself down. I wasn't well organized that day or I spent too much time chatting yeah. with or having a conversation with someone yeah. who probably needed to have that conversation. Yeah. And so... I don't know. I struggle with that. Yeah. What can we do about that? Well, I um, I definitely feel that. And I, I feel that, um, man, that happens a lot. And the list of things that we did not do is always longer than the list of so things we did. Even if the things we did were so important and valuable and pouring into people and lives and 
all those things that we know we're called to, the list of things that we didn't do is always longer. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I was a young mother and... You are a young uh, no, mother. No, no, no. I mean when my babies were in diapers. <laughs> and now they carry their own stuff. But before we were in that stage, um, I would get so defeated and so discouraged around four o'clock every day mm-hmm. because I had an hour left and I knew all the things I didn't get done and I just, I was still a writer then and... Um, just, you know, those slices of time were so small and I, I started a practice of writing and I've done list instead of a to-do list. That's a great way yeah. to do it. And some of the things were, you know, I unloaded the dishwasher. I made the bed. Cause when you have an acid reflux baby who's three months old and you change your clothes a lot, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. And you probably clean up the floor a lot too because oh, yes. I had an acid reflux yes. baby. Yes, yes. Oh. Projectile. Oh, yeah. From place. across the room. Yes, ma'am. Bless her heart. She's just fine now, though. Yes. We won't name her to <laughs> protect her, the innocent. That's right. That's um, right. But I did. I started writing an I've done list. And, and some of the things were, you know, simple, practical. And some of those things were just... I sat and held my baby for 30 minutes because that matters. Yes. Very important. (laughs) And that helped me. And it was, it, you know, some days it was a harder practice than others because there are those days when a child is sick or something comes up and you literally don't have a lot to put on that list. Um, but I know all of that matters to God and it needs to matter a little bit more to us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, Cynthia and I go have gone for the past two years on a mission trip together mm-hmm. uh, to Cape Town, South Africa. And it's always interesting to me when I'm in Cape Town, I don't have a to-do list. Mm-hmm. I don't have a calendar. I don't keep a calendar. Um, I do have to sort of be a leader on the mm-hmm. team um, for the women's ministry portion that we do, but I'm not leading the whole team like I'd normally like lead on our daily basis. Right. Um, so there's, there's a lot of freedom in that for me personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like a vacation, even though it's yeah. a mission trip. But um, I don't feel, you know, you're much more um, relaxed mm-hmm. in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And time, you know, you spend two and three hours at dinner and at tea and at breakfast. and We eat a lot in we South Africa, lot, basically. That's, that's another story <laughs> for another day. But we don't feel guilty about that because that's the culture. That's what they do. Right. In America, we don't do that. Yeah. Like, we're cramming it down our throats as fast as we can. Yeah. To do to the get next on to thing. the next thing. Yeah. And so there's not this practice of enjoying life mm-hmm. as we should. Yeah. So did you you felt that way in South Africa? I definitely did. <laughs> I do. And I I love that part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that part. I do too. I also do. the uh, the chai lattes, the dirty chais. Yeah, the dirty the dirty chives. <laughs> Memorable. Yes, they are indeed. Well, you know, uh, I, I guess it was when I had younger children, too. You mentioned when you were a young mom. So when I was a young mom, <laughs> um, I was actually not in women's ministry when I first became a mom. I was a piano teacher. Oh. Yeah. And um, I can remember I was doing Bible study fellowship at the same time. I had mm-hmm. like 30 piano students. I had babies. And I was doing Bible study fellowship. And I was a leader in BSF. Okay? So I've always been a So you had to go two days. I did have to go two days. Um, and it was some of the richest uh, learning times in my entire life. 
Um, I don't know how I did it other than the grace of God. Mm -hmm. um, but I remember um, not having completed what I needed to complete. Mm -hmm. um, one, I remember this particular day, and I was supposed to go to leaders meeting the next day, and I had students all day, and I was tired and all this and that. And I remember um, before my students started coming, because they would come from about 2 o'clock to about 7 or 8 in the evening, and straight, had them straight through. And I remember praying, Lord, please give me time to get my Bible study done. Mm -hmm. I need to do this. I have a responsibility, and I want to honor my commitment to you, to the ladies who are in my class. But I have all these other things, too, and I just sort of listed it out to the mm -hmm. Lord. And wouldn't you know it that day, this was just a, a, a simple example of the faithfulness of God. I had like four students to cancel last minute. Mm -hmm. And what that meant if they canceled last minute was... You still got paid. I still got paid, and I didn't necessarily <laughs> have to make it up unless I wanted to. But um, it gave me two mm -hmm. whole hours that I could sit there because mm -hmm. my children were taken care of because I was working. Yeah. And so I got to finish my Bible study. So that was just that's just a quick that's example neat. of the faithfulness yeah. of God in multiplying my time mm -hmm. or giving me margin that I didn't create for myself. Right. Because that's my problem. I over-schedule. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sure you've got... Yeah, it's like that too. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Well, and I think that there have been times in my life where my problem has been getting in my own way. My problem has been overscheduling, saying yes, mm -hmm. committing, and then committing some more, and then committing a little more, and then wondering why my blood pressure is up so much of the week. <laughs> and why I'm yelling at my children uh -huh. <laughs> and my husband. <laughs> it's funny how that works. Yeah. And serve everyone and yell at your family. Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but now I think I'm kind of in a different stage where I've come out of that and I've uh, I've learned a little bit just in this season of... What are the things that I am called to? Mm -hmm. And, <clears throat> excuse me, there's still a lot more to that than sometimes I wish there were. I I went, we, we homeschool, for those of you who um, don't know me personally, but we homeschool two young children. And um, just like everybody else, everybody has their, their busy schedule. Mm -hmm. Everybody has things, whether you work, um, full-time, part-time, just whatever you do. And um, we have been homeschooling for a few years. And for the first two and a half years, I prayed pretty constantly, Lord, my plate is so full. Please take something off my plate. There's nothing I really want to let go of, but please take something off my plate so that I will feel that, that margin that I thought was peace, mm -hmm. you know? And... Um, as the years have gone on, my schedule has not gotten easier. My plate has not gotten more full. If anything, God has said, here's a little bit more. Here, <laughs> I also want you to do this. Mm -hmm. And it, it's interesting because he, he makes it enough. Mm -hmm. that If I sit down and I write out my schedule and I write all the things that I'm supposed to do in a week, I just my heart starts beating fast. Mm -hmm. But... If I write it all down and then I give it to him and then I just go do the next thing before I know it, that week is gone and he has made it enough. Yep. And I don't know. It's just interesting. Like it's it's kind of being on the other side of that from well, what if you what if you can't create any more margin? Mm -hmm. What if there is nothing you can set down? Where's your where's your peace in your schedule in that? 
That's right. That's right. That's good. Um, I, as you were saying that, it made me think of, um, you know, so I have started the nonprofit Anchored Souls, mm-hmm. and it's specifically for moms who have children with disabilities. And the more I talk with these moms, and the more I get to know different ones, the busier I see that mm-hmm. um, moms are in general. But when you've got a special needs child, yeah. you're even more busy because you've got therapy mm-hmm. and you've got this doctor's appointment and that doctor's appointment, and you're just running. You're just yeah. running. And uh, so this is this is that what you said there at the end is so good, specifically for those moms when you mm-hmm. can't put anything else. Like you mm-hmm. can't not take your child to the doctor or to right. therapy. Right. You've got to do that, but writing it down and then handing that list over to the Lord mm-hmm. and saying, you know what, Lord, here are my five and two, my mm-hmm. five loaves, my two fish. Yeah. Um, multiply the do do yeah. do do what you need to do. Work out in your timing and in your faithfulness Mm -hmm. equip me stretch me whatever Mm -hmm. it is you need to do I'm giving this to you but it comes first as we give it to him we surrender to him we are dependent on him and we give it over to him and then he makes it work and um, it's beautiful because we have nothing to do with that right it's on God we cannot (laughs) take credit we cannot take credit at all at all well I want to um Skip for just a moment mm-hmm. to um, just a day-to-day task that, that we all have to do as women, pretty much. And we have to cook. Yes. And feed our family. Um, mm. And, you know, when we are at the end of ourselves and the end of our schedules and we go, okay, I've listed everything that I have to do for my job or for my homeschooling or for my children or to keep my house clean or to do this or that or the other to fulfill my commitments I still need to provide food for my family, too, mm-hmm. so how does that all fit in? So you are an awesome cook, because I've, I've witnessed it, I've <laughs> tasted it, um, and I just am curious to know what you do, because you're a busy woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a stay-at-home mom, but you homeschool, mm-hmm. and that is amazing, and you serve in church, and you serve in the community, and you do mm-hmm. all kinds of different things, so how do you do it? How do you make delicious meals, even though you're super busy? Well, um, frozen pizza. Just kidding. <laughs> hey, I love Actually, it. we had that Sunday night. We had we found a really good frozen pizza, and we made a salad, and it was great. Um, but more often than not, that's not what my family needs to eat. Sure, so, sure. Um, a couple of years ago, I started working part-time from mm-hmm. home. And at that moment, I recognized that our meals were going downhill <laughs> very fast. And we were doing way more takeout and drive through mm-hmm. and things like that. And so I I found a couple of things that mm-hmm. helped me and I'll share them and you can share yeah. them in the show notes if you want. Absolutely. Um I tried about every free meal delivery s- service I could get and they were all great but more than we wanted to pay for our meals. Yeah. Probably expensive. Yeah. yeah. So I used all my free ones <laughs> and then got real. You're right. Um, and then I found something called Plan to Eat. Have you heard of Plan to Eat? No. Okay. I okay. So it is basically a. It's it's very inexpensive, mm-hmm. um, but it's a meal planning calendar, and so it actually has like a plugin for your browser. So if you're going along and you find a recipe, you just click your little Plan to Eat thing, and it will pull that recipe into your calendar. Oh, that's cool. So you have like a database of all these recipes, um, all their information, and then you look at your calendar within the app, mm-hmm. I guess, 
and then you fill in, you drag and drop the meals you want to make that week. And it will go one step further and populate a shopping list for Uh you. But just having that, and it also will tell you if you've made um, lasagna five times in the last month. <laughs> you know? So it, it's neat. Like, it can even plan your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you can put a little note in there that says, you know, we have a soccer game or sure. we're going to eat at church this night or something right. like that. So plan to eat. That, plan to eat. Um, well, we'll put that mm-hmm. link in this podcast. Yeah. Sometimes around Black Friday, that's when I got it last year. It was okay. like a whole year I think eighteen dollars so or something. A subscription guide. Yeah, for okay. the entire year. Nice. So, um, so I do that, and um, I really we make a lot of soups, mm-hmm. and especially soup. this season. In so the fall, I the yes, winter. yes, yes. I love it. Well, and uh, about a year and a half ago, I believe mm-hmm. you did an ebook called yeah. Simmer. I did, and it has what about seven six. or eight? six? Six. Mm-hmm. Okay, six wonderful soups in it. I've mm-hmm. tried a couple of them and one of my goals this fall is to try some <laughs> more. But what Cynthia's done is she's compiled six soup recipes mm-hmm. along with some stories. Mm-hmm. And um, so you could experience her beautiful writing along with her delicious um, cooking if you uh, take a look at Simmer. And I'll put that in our blog post that goes along with this uh, podcast as well. Yeah. And you can um, go to Cindy's Cynthia's website, excuse me, and uh, download that. Is it? It's a. Is it still? Free? It is. It's a free download. Mm-hmm. Um, it may not be forever. We're mm-hmm. kind of working on future projects now yeah. for the um, winter. So if you want it, go ahead and snatch it up. Yeah. And enjoy it. It's a. It's a about a thirty page PDF. Mm-hmm. So you can have it as an ebook, or you can just print it out, stick it in your cookbook file. Yeah, give us recipe a file. Give us a taste of one of the soups. Like okay, just a let's see. Um, hmm. Which one's your favorite? Well, my favorite is the butternut squash and apple. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's funny because every time I make one of these recipes, I think, oh, I need to change this and this and this. <laughs> um, so well, she's a perfectionist, ladies. <laughs> I know my own kind. <laughs> so I, th- I always feel like that one needs just a little more maple syrup and a little extra apple, mm-hmm. but it's a good, yeah, it's a good one. And the um, the spinach tortellini, yep, that one's fun because it starts with marinara sauce, mm-hmm. and you can use like your favorite jarred marinara, mm-hmm. time saver. But what a smart idea to do soups because soups mm-hmm. can be made ahead of time mm-hmm. and then heated up. And really, soups are better when they. Yes, they are. You know, they are. um, They marinate together, and you can have delicious food for your family Mm -hmm. for days with some of these soups, and um, or freeze them. You know, have them once and then freeze them and pull them out the next week. That's an excellent uh, strategy as well. And you know, one of my favorite things to do when I'm making soup is to freeze individual portions in like Mm quart-sized freezer bags. And I stick it in the freezer, and I forget about it. And then I have just given my future self a really good gift. Because, (laughs) again, we forget to have lunch sometimes, you know? We get so busy, we forget to eat lunch. And it does not take long to pull one of those soups out and heat it up. And, you know, boom. Boom, And it feels like such a gift. Mm -hmm. I think we underestimate what a gift something like that is. Um, in the same way, we we underestimate the part that God truly has in our schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, 
we can plan and plan and plan, but it's just that active reliance that makes all the difference for me. And I, I never want to underestimate the power of asking him to take over, mm. of asking him to, when I lay down at night and I know I'm not going to get enough rest and I know tomorrow's going to be a long day, of taking a moment to say, God, will you please maximize my hours of rest? Yes. In the in the same way we look at a budget and it doesn't look like enough mm-hmm. and, and somehow at the end of the month it's enough. Right. Like he just makes more of what we think we have when it's in his hands. Yep. And it all comes down to like what you said, reliance and asking the Lord. Mm-hmm. We I tend to fret and worry and stress over it when I could be just praying over it. Yeah. And then releasing that fret and that worry and that stress to the Lord. So I do and to ask him specifically, mm-hmm. kind of like I did that day that I said yeah. with my BSF, and yeah. I'm like, Lord, please help me. I want to yeah. honor you. You know I do. I need your help. Mm-hmm. And he always does it. He yeah. always does it. Well, That's I hate good. that we're going to have to end because I'm having such a <laughs> wonderful time talking with you about this. But I'm going to recap for us real quick. Um, so we've talked about um, what to do when we're so busy and we don't create that margin in our lives that we wish we had. And what we do when there's just no place for margin. Mm-hmm. We are to-do lists or just we can't remove anything else. Mm-hmm. And we talked about um, relying on the Lord, mm-hmm. prayer, um, giving God that to-do list and saying, you know, here it is, Lord, you do it. Talk about, I loved your idea about making the, here's what I've done today list. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start doing that <laughs> because I'm awfully hard on myself a lot. And so making that is a, is a good reminder to not feel guilty about what I didn't do, but to feel mm-hmm. good and be thankful for what I did do. And then some great ideas on serving our family with um, the meals that we prepare, um, whether it be the app you mentioned mm-hmm. or um, soup simmer, mm-hmm. using simmer. And um, I'm excited for people to get a hold of that because that's uh, a wonderful tool. And I've enjoyed some of your soups and your stories. Give yourself a treat. Read Cindy's stories in Simmer because it's super sweet. So thanks so much for joining us. And thank you, Cynthia. We'll have to do this again soon. Yeah, it was fun. And um, I hope you all have a great week. Bye now. Thank you for listening to Anchored Souls, where we're helping women weather the storms of life by anchoring their souls in Jesus. Have a great day.